become a change maker in the health industry today. Enroll for the Functional Nutrition course and become an internationally recognized expert on the vitalistic philosophy of food and nutrition with our friends at the Functional Nutritional Academy. Register now and receive a six-week bonus accreditation course providing you with the business tools to start and grow your own business and get a whopping $1,000 discount. So don't delay. Start your healthcare career today at thewellnesscouch.com forward slash functional. That's thewellnesscouch.com forward slash functional. This edition of 100 Not Out is proudly brought to you by our 2018 longevity experience to the Greek island of Ikaria. Known as the island where people forget to die, Ikarians experience 80% less dementia, 50% less cancer, and 20% less heart disease, and live longer than anyone else on the planet. To find out why this is and experience Ikaria for yourself, come join myself, Damien Christoph, and an intimate group of like-minded souls for an all-inclusive 9-night, 10-day life-changing immersion. Watch the highlights video, get all of your info, and apply on over at 100notout.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and it gives me great pleasure to welcome the fabulous co-founder of The Wellness Couch, the inspiring co-host of The Wellness Guys. He is the dapper, the incredible, the inspiring Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, great man. <laughs> Hello, mate. How are you? Good. Are you dapper today? What are you wearing today, Damo? Oh, I've got my, uh, I've got a beautiful knit on, a nice jumper and uh, a t-shirt underneath. And a singlet uh, underneath that because it's eight degrees. And nah, no singlet, no singlet required. And just some jeans and some and uh, and my nice brown shoes. But I feel good today, actually. Unshaven, gone a bit rugged. Good. And uh, off to Brisbane today, actually. So oh, uh, I was in Brisbane I'm yesterday. Going to Brizzy. I'm going to get myself some temperature. <laughs> you will. It's beautiful yeah. in Brisbane at the moment. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. Twenty six degrees or something at the moment. So. I'm uh, heading up there for a bit of a nitro event with LT. Nice. Reunited since LT stepped down from the wellness guys. Haven't really spoken much with him. Um, but, uh, yeah, looking forward to catching Have up with LT. a bit of in real life. A bit, a bit of uh, LT, like nice. long touch is what well. LT stands for, long <laughs> touch. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Stands for Lawrence Tam. But I'm uh, I'm going I'm looking forward to getting up there and just you know catching up with the gang for Nitro and and doing all that. It's really good. A lot of people said that I should go up there, and so I thought, all right, I'll do that. You really should, you know. No. You really should because we you said should, on the last you podcast should come and meet me there. You that, should come. That, that I should, even though I did a round trip yesterday of 280 k's from Byron to Brisbane and back again. I really should come up. To a whole lot of again. things that you should do. Yeah, I should bring the kids up as well and give them that wonderful four-hour round-trip experience up the highway and back. And yeah. Actually, I should bring them into the room where all of Nitro attendees are, yeah. and I should introduce the group to the children and in, you know in the car and, and should, I should just drive down the highway again. Well, I was thinking that you should change the name of Exceptional Life Blueprint. To the You Should Live This Life Blueprint? 
Something. Just I just think you should change it. It just makes you feel wonderful when everyone tells you that you should do something, doesn't it? Like it's a really yeah. inspiring conversation to be in when someone says you should read this book, do this exercise, listen to that speaker. Apart from somebody saying you look really tired, I think people shooting on you is uh, <laughs> it's not a it's not really the thing that you want to hear, is it? You look really tired. What about you sound flat? Yeah, you sound really flat. Are you okay? No, actually it's not even in the UK. You sound really flat. Or you look really tired. Or gee, you look wrecked. Um, <laughs> they're not the things you wanna hear, you know? You don't really want to hear that. Um, this is it, called the language of longevity. You yeah, look wrecked. Yeah, right. And very much. You know, it's. Uh, I know that people say that out of care, but it used to be that you would go, "Are you okay, Marcus?" Yeah. Yeah. Why? I just, you know, a bit concerned about you. Just noticed you're looking a little bit flat, tired. So I just thought I'd ask you if you're okay. That's different to you look tired. You know, <laughs> or it's it's just different. Because I'm so inspired by your presence right now. <laughs> It's like shooting, you know, <laughs> shooting on people. You're busting your balls, doing a whole lot of stuff, doing some really great things, you think. And uh, and someone who doesn't even do or use the product that you're actually working on or working with or making or whatever comes along and says, you know what, you should do this. And I feel like saying, you know what? <laughs> you should get a punch in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> the whole shooting on people is so disrespectful. And I know it's probably meant with, in, you know, good intention. It's, yeah. Um, but sometimes you just got to butt out of people's business unless somebody's asked you for information. Just well, butt out. Well, let's let's um, let's soften the blow here and and suggest that we play <laughs> a little game with ourselves and okay. count how many times a day we use the word should. Should. Should and try are two of the most disposable words in the English language. And yeah, if both- we can count how often we use it. I think that might give us some awareness as to the things that we are that aren't or are not doing in our lives. So let's think about that for a moment um, because I wonder whether or not in Ikaria, Okinawa, Sardinia, any of the blue zones, I wonder whether or not they should on each other. Oh, you know when people go to Ikaria and they say, you guys should start drinking coconut water <laughs> <laughs> because it's the latest, greatest superfood. The Icarians, in, in the, if it was Australia, the, I can't speak Greek, but the Icarians would say, get, and then <laughs> insert expletives. They are, what did Thayer say over there? Icarians are the most fiercely independent culture that they hardly even consider themselves a part of Greece because they protect their Icarian culture and ways and tradition so values. much. They don't, yeah, their values. They don't give us stuff. What anyone else is doing, all they care about is living and preserving their way of life. And some people call that stubborn and not moving with the times. That's right. That's right. Well, it is interesting. And the reason why we bring this up is because I think for the last five years, maybe six years, um, actually it would be at least six years, in in the various businesses that I've been running, I've had a lot of people with good intention Tell me what I should do. Hey, you should you 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 know you would be really good at Juice Plus. <laughs> you demo should start your yep. own Arbon. Um, yeah, because you could sell that in the practice. Um, Dami, you should you should actually you should write a book, Damo. Yeah, yeah. What else? Have they, what else have everyone said to you? I've heard it all before. What else should you um, do? 
you should go and study this part about chiropractic or you should go and study that or you should go and buy this for your practice or you should manufacture this for forage or whatever else. And, <laughs> you know, the wellness couch should do this or the wellness guy should do that, 100 Not Out should do this. And, and it's all really great. They're all really nice suggestions. But what I love to read is what we're doing right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a... That's a really great thing that you're doing there. It's, uh, you know, it, that's a way. That's a, a way better thing to do to encourage somebody to continue to do something well, than to tell them of something else that they should be doing. Um, if if you know what I mean. Absolutely. And, and, and I think it comes back to the pat on the back thing. Um, you know, a, a pat on the back for somebody. And I'm not saying that I need to get pats on the back. I, I definitely don't need any more pats on the back because people say great things to me all the time. Um, and I appreciate that. And I appreciate people saying the should thing, but I also get a little bit like, well, you know what, if you knew more about the reasons why we do it this way, that's the reason why I don't do it that way um, or whatever else, you know. So there's there's things to consider there. But what sort of shoulds do you cop? What, what shoulds do you get, mate? Um, it's actually um, – it's, it's, uh, it's about other people. So it's really like you should go and hear this person speak. You should um, read their book. Uh, what I find, and I'm sure you get this as well, everyone wants to tell you who they're following at the moment. So, um, you know, like if it's health or business or any type of advice that, that people are, you know, getting and, you know, whoever the next social media phenomenon is and, and someone's watching it. So it could be in business, it could be Gary V. Um, I went and saw Kerwin Ray last night in Brisbane, who was wonderful. Um, people will tell you, you should go and see this, you should do his stuff, you should do this, you should do that. Um, have you heard of, you know, the latest, you know, this latest, you know, gut author or this latest food? You should eat this, you should try that. Or what, same with exercise, you should go and do CrossFit. Yeah, up in Byron, it is you should go and surf. And I'm like, you know what? At the moment, I am inspired to go jogging, to do my push-ups, and to do a frog pose on a Tuesday, and Thursday, and Saturday. It's working for you, mate. Because I tell you what, when you rocked over to my place the other week, you were looking buff, Marcus yes. Pierce. Thanks you know very your much. pecs were poking up, and your biceps were, you know, good pillows to be able to rest your arm on. Like not my arm, it was my very head. Very cuddly having your head in my. Tell arm. you what, you you you're looking good now, Marcus Pierce. It's like you've but taken earlier, a little bit of But earlier, flabby <laughs> chest. Jeez, you're looking good now. You've actually got some muscle. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice little backhanded compliment, oh, isn't it? Love it, love it. So that is the, um, that's the one that I get up here is, oh, you haven't been surfing. You have to go surfing. I'm like, yeah, well, you have to go and do a frog pose. How does that make you feel? You know, so <laughs> you we, just, we just do, you should go to Ikaria. I'm like... Just we all do things our own way, and um, as we were talking about in the previous podcast, Bronnie Ware wrote a wonderful book. The number one regret of the dying is I wish I'd lived my life according to my own expectations, rather than what everyone else told me I should be doing. Pretty much, yeah. is is, yeah. is it? And um, if we listen to other people's shoulds, and then and then on top of that, if we should on others, and I've written this down, and I know I've said it so many times on this podcast, so apologies if you've heard it many times before. But when we tell someone that we that they should do something. We are making a statement, and people don't like statements. The only statements that people like when projected to them are compliments. They are the only statements we like as a human being. It's a compliment. That is a statement. Everything else that we like is a question. So it requires us to remove should 
or try, you should try this, you should do that. We need to replace the statement with a question. Have you read this book? Have you heard of this person? Are you interested in this type of stuff? When we ask questions instead, we're not using the word should or try. And if the person says, no, I'm not interested or no, I don't really like that kind of stuff, then we don't ever take the next step. We never say, you should try this or you should try that because we know that it's already irrelevant. But most people forget the first step. Not many people have been taught how to ask questions. They've only been taught how to make statements and people do it to their children, teachers do it to their students, bosses do it to their employees, statement, 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 and they never take the time to be curious enough to ask a question and then that allows us to be relevant in the minds of others because we're showing enough care to do so. Oh, I feel like we've just stepped into your genius here, Marcus Pierce. Like it feels like you've uh, you've done some work on this. It sounds to me like this is something that uh, you understand a fair bit about. Oh, look, it sounds stupid because it's just my journalistic common sense is that you would always ask questions and you would never judge because as soon as you judge, you you don't ask the best question. But there's um, ways to ask questions, right? Because you can ask questions that lead people. We can ask questions that remain open-ended so you can have a conversation from it. Or there's, you can ask questions to arrive at an endpoint. Well, the, the, the perfect example is if you've just been to Europe and I say um, – um, how how was Europe? And you go, it was great. I went to Paris. What most people do is go, oh, I've been to Paris. So they make a statement rather than how did you find it? So take yourself out of the equation um, or and then actually be curious enough because you care about that person to ask them the question. They don't need to know that you've gone to Paris, at least not yet anyway. You're just going to find out where they went and what they did, what they liked, what they didn't like. Again, a journalist would just ask the questions, but or a good one anyway, but most people generally just make statements. Oh, I went here and I went there. And it's like, well, <laughs> this person's just come back. Why don't you ask them about their trip rather than regurgitating your trip from 10 years ago? Um, so again, I, I don't... Um, I don't want to sound like I'm ranting. It's just that it's a questions over. It's a lesson thing, though, isn't it? Like that's a lesson thing because it takes time. Because most people want to share their holiday experience with other people. It's just knowing when to bring that in, isn't it? Um, absolutely. So it's you know because if you've got something in common, oh, Marcus, you've been to Paris. Oh yeah, I went to Paris. Blah blah blah. You can you can talk about it. Did you go to Versailles? No, I didn't go to Versailles. Oh, mate, you should have gone to Versailles. Like, you, don't, you, know, you don't want to hear that. You, you missed out on Versailles? How could you do that? Yeah, get know, back on right? that plane and go back again. But when you came back from Europe, the thing that I loved was looking at all of your photos um, and one place in particular because I'd been there. So I was genuinely interested because I'd been there, but I was also genu- genuinely interested because I know how much you enjoyed the trip. Um, and travel is one of those things that in conversation, a lot of people go, how was your trip? The other person says, yeah, good, thanks, and then they move on because for any number of reasons, that the, either the listener hasn't mastered the art of asking questions, where did you go, what did you do, what were your highlights, what didn't you like, have you got any tips for me if I go along next time? Like there's a wonderful conversation to be had but if we haven't mastered the art of asking questions, instead we just make statements and we say, you should do this, you should try that and all the rest of it. It's like, oh, next. <laughs> Absolutely. It's so true. It's very, very very, very important to, to think about that. And, it, you know, it's the space. It's the um, – what was that? I don't know if I said this on a podcast the other day, but the uh, the space between the notes um, oh, is where the music is. Damo. And 
and the groove is in the offbeat. So, you know, people like groovy music, people like to hear music, and there's different parts of the music that actually make it sound good. It's the same as the art of having a conversation. Uh, it's the art of the acceptance of somebody else's opinion um, or the art of the acceptance of somebody else's um, ideology or thoughts. You know, it's just th- there's there's something to be said for an inclusive attitude in around a conversation as opposed to a dictatorial um, right or wrong um, sentencing like a, a should or a yeah. try or you must sort of thing. So there's the essentially what I'm gleaning from your uh, words there is that there is a real skill in mastering the art of conversation yeah. and honoring the space between the notes. Yeah. But there's something that is incredibly fulfilling around wonderful conversations. Like my corny one-liner is socializing is energizing, dot, 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 when done with the right people. If you have those conversations with people and you care enough about those people to be curious and ask them questions and truly listen, there's something that stirs the soul when you really connect with someone and you really only connect with someone when you learn more about them. And the way to learn more about them is not by making statements. It's always by asking questions. Oh, 100%. But most of us have been taught to be in a dialogue where it's literally a tennis match. It's almost like a competition where the other person's rightly or wrongly or consciously or unconsciously trying to one-up you in a conversation. Have you been? Yeah, I've just come back from Paris. Oh, I've been to Paris. It's almost like it's a oh, return of surf. Where do you stay? <laughs> I stayed here. And it's like, oh, gosh. Like, <laughs> you know, it's actually, like, and I don't think that's the intention. No. I, you know, not, not for most people. It's just that it, it, you know, that's kind of where it ends up being is that you end up being a bit of a match, a bit of a competition, and it's not. Uh, that's not the intention, because I'm sure. We've never been taught. This is, the, this is my little, you know, everyone has a thing. is like, oh, we were never taught this. We're never taught about money at school. Never, never really taught listening skills and the art of conversation at school. We were taught how to read. We were taught how to write, uh, but we weren't taught how to use our ears. Um, and and I do think on a lo- and on a soul level, to live a great long life, you have to have uh, an intense curiosity um, for humanity. If you don't, you just you breed isolation because if you don't know how to engage with others. And you saw, you already see it now from teenagers all the way up to people in their 90s and 100s. If you haven't mastered the art of conversation, one of the effects and consequences of that is social isolation. Oh, totally. And that's one of the greatest and the easiest ways to die young is to be isolated. You know, and to so create we create major mental illness. Yeah, 100%. You know, it's, it's amazing. And I spoke about this just the other day. It's a perspective, it's a, it's a, it's a process of thinking that allows you to. Um, you know, really connect to other people around you with, without the desire or the need to fix stuff. Mm. And it's a very male thing to do is to fix stuff. Like it's, uh, it's, it's one of those things that guys like to fix stuff. You know, if something's broken or being close to broken or potentially could get broken um, or maybe one day will be broken, um, guys like to fix it. Yeah. And, um, and it, it, you know, that, that thing that, humans have started to do is try and fix everything rather than actually just letting things evolve or you know maybe just listening 
you know, it's uh, just listening authentically and not making statements. Doesn't doesn't <laughs> require judgment. Like the yeah. idea to fix, you know, almost implies that well, this is what's happened and this is why it's wrong and this is why it's got to be fixed. Um, that that is almost judgmental, not in an intentional sense, but you know, not everybody wants stuff fixed. They just want to be able to talk about it. You know, I've um, realised in the last six months that I have a vocabulary for listening to Sebe. So when we're having a bit of catch time at night. You know, she's had a big day with the kids and, you know, Tommy's done this and they haven't done this and this is stressing me out and whatever. I have a vocabulary and one of the words is wow. Another right. one is jeepers. I say that a lot. I don't know yep. if you gave that to me or I gave that to you, but jeepers is something I've been, I say a wow, lot. Wow, jeepers, oh my yep. gosh. Yes, yes. Um, far out. I think that's for yes. you. Oh, my gosh. Look at that. We're on it. Now, the reason why I share this is because none of those words are designed to fix. And I'm not saying this to float my own boat, blow my own trumpet. I just think it's important, and, and particularly for the men Rocky. listening and for the women listening, you might drop a little, uh, you might drop a few sticky notes around the house with these words <laughs> just for your other halves to see. But using a language or a vocabulary of non-fixing, is um, really important because it, 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 it removes any ability to fix. You can't fix someone with the word wow or jeepers or oh my gosh or far out. They're all <laughs> words of empathy um, and they're not words of, oh, well, that's wrong or you shouldn't have worried about it or, you know, you took too long or the rest. They're just, they're actually, they, they connect you more to the other person rather than distance you. The fixing words like don't worry about it, um, chill out, uh, stop it, um, those words, they're statements, and they totally distance you from the other person. And silence is a great stopper. <laughs> <laughs> because you're fixing it internally, but Ooh. you don't you don't want to voice it, and the silence is worse than actually silence saying is worse. It. So yeah, absolutely, yeah. A great thing to say. Gotcha. And some of the killers are yep. if you just. <laughs> that's a terrible starter. <laughs> or what I'm thinking. <laughs> There's those sorts of things. They don't. They go south very quickly. <laughs> Have you tried? Oh gosh, you Have should. Have you tried this mindfulness technique for when you're stressed? Yeah, that's right. It's no good when you're telling someone who's an expert or a leader in their field. So Amber is unbelievable at HR. She's so good. If I shoot it on her about HR, I'd cop it. I'd cop you, it. You clearly haven't done your meditation today, have you? Me. <laughs> Oh, I see, if I said that to her. No, if you said that to someone that's stressed that is very, you know, conscious of their mindfulness, it's like, hmm, you haven't meditated today. You kind, of like going, kind of like going, hmm, have you got your period? It's, you, know, it's that, you just can't say those things. If I said to Sarah, you, you must have had the worst night's sleep last night. I'd be like, oh, gosh. Yep, totally. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Yeah, right. there's some great words there. There's some really. I great hope people words. have found this fun and not and not self indulgent. We actually just thought that it was an important conversation to have, in jest but in all seriousness. If you can score yourself on um, on how many times you say should or try, and just day by day have a keep a count and reduce it, like pop it on your calendar. I got my calendar in front of me. Calendars are a great way to keep score of certain things. You know, backing on the on the on from the past episode, you could do your 180 days and count down from the day and literally write the numbers down as the days come down. Um, you could pop this score of should or try. Um, you could even um, uh, look at, you could count your dialogues and monologues. So, you know, your dialogues and monologues are like whether if you're doing all the talking and not listening to the other person or if you're having a competition, um, 
just be mindful of it and, and journal on it, write it down, um, and observe, um, your behavior because don't feel, don't, think that you're going to be an expert in this and that you authentically listen 100% of the time and you never say should and you never say try, just be mindful of it and um, take it from there. Nice. I like it. Yeah, I like it. And we didn't intend to make that to be a fixing conversation. It's a perspective. (laughs) Maybe, you know, if you feel that that's something that sounds good, maybe try and apply. Oh, don't say try. Uh, You should. No, really, you you should do this. Maybe. (laughs) Think about it. It's worth it. Imagine if we finish this episode with, so you really should try this at home, folks. Oh, far out. We're too funny for each other. We better get off this episode before we literally crack each other up. Um, To have more fun like this whilst I'm on it, there are limited spots remaining for Ikaria. So if you think this podcast has been fun, uh, there are 12 spots full. I just got another application in this morning, so that might be 14 spots full, six spots remaining, uh, no more than 20 coming with us. Time of this recording. Yep. So um, twenty guests. That's not including us. That's twenty guests. So you know that's that's nearly all gone. Nearly all done. And don't be the person that is number twenty one. And we go. Sorry, it'll be next year. You're on the waiting list. Yep. Um, So. If you know, application is free, takes two minutes. Have a look at all the details. All the dates are there, 100notout.com. Come with us. Dance like the Icarians. Eat like the Icarians. Have the DMs with us. Dance like me. Don't Um, put your hand on the lady's waist in Icaria. Oh, dancing like that. Yes, definitely. That's called a free dance. Yeah, when you get the opportunity to dance with Joanna Damo, I'll give you a few dancing lessons on the best way to do the free dance. Well, I watched it. I've watched that video and laughed a lot. Yeah. Well, just like you uh, freaking out uh, trying to catch the most dangerous lizard in all of your career. You nearly broke your arm pulling a twig off a tree, Mr. Bear Grylls. Um, we have loved this episode. I hope you have enjoyed listening to it as much as we have enjoyed delivering it. If you would like to know more about the great Damien Christoph, go to DamienChristoph.com. That's Damien, all A's, myself, MarcusPierce.com.au. All 220-odd episodes of 100 Not Out available at thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 not out and to share this podcast with the world go to itunes give 100 not out a five-star rating share it with your friends and until next week continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life we hope you enjoyed this edition of 100 not out now if you love this episode and you love longevity then you are invited to join damien and i at our 2018 longevity experience on the greek island of Ikaria. This is a nine-night, ten-day, all-inclusive immersion based at Thayer's Inn and Restaurant, TripAdvisor's number one place to be in Ikaria. Together, we'll be living the Icarian lifestyle, eating, moving, dancing, socializing, learning, and a whole lot more. This is a lifestyle that has 80% less dementia, 50% less cancer, 20% less heart disease, and the highest count of centenarians per capita in the world. They don't call it the island where people forget to die for nothing. To find out more and to apply, go to www.100notout.com. Applications are processed on a first-in, first-served basis, so even if you aren't 100% sure, your best bet is to fill out the application form. It is completely free to apply and only takes two minutes. We would love to have you there, so head over to 100notout.com for all the info. Until next week, thanks again for your support, and may the rest of your life be the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives.
Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.